Welcome to the Getting Soul Fit Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Page, addict, alcoholic, turned sober and free, mental health advocate, guest speaker, fitness cover model, trauma-informed life coach, intuitive empath, lover of laughter, donuts, authenticity, and addicted to growth. Each episode, I will host a special guest or topic that will help empower you to conquer any and all obstacles and fears to rise. This show is your one-stop shop for raw truth and unapologetic growth. Welcome back to the show, you guys. I am super pumped to introduce my next guest, Dr. Melissa Bersamina, or Modern Goddess Melissa, as she is known on Instagram. She is a manifestation and embodied feminine power coach. I came across her profile on Instagram, and quite honestly, the aesthetics drew me in. So her profile is just is just beautiful with like lots of red and pink hues. Um, as some of you already know, I'm really a girly girl. So I was like totally mesmerized, mesmerized by her profile. Um, but as I read along um, her posts and everything that she was sharing on feminine energy and embodying one's sexiness and truth to manifest their dreams, I found my saying, I found myself saying, oh my God, yes, I need to learn from her over and over. Um, so fast forward to this year, and not only have I learned a lot from her, but I had the pleasure of being coached by her um, in a session, you guys, and it was amazing. I left this experience feeling more confident, very clear, and very excited about my future. And prior to seeing her page, I didn't really understand, like, what is this feminine energy that people speak about and what is manifesting? What does it actually mean and what does it entail? Um, so with that being said, uh, Dr. Melissa, if you wouldn't mind just giving the listeners a quick introduction. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Um, yes, I'm a doctor, but for the purpose of the interview, you feel free to call me Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> perfect. So... Yeah. So as you mentioned, I am an embodied feminine power and manifestation coach. I've been an eye doctor for many years. I was also in the military. I was an officer in the United States Navy. I have a MBA from UCLA, which I am very proud of. And I am also the proud mother of two dogs who are my children. <laughs> I'm a dog mom. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Proud, proud dog mom. Proud of yes. all the accomplishments, but also proud to be a dog parent. So yes. that's me. I, I love that. I love that. And it's interesting that, you know, you're an eye doctor and what do they say? Eyes are the windows to the soul, right? Yes. And you really, I feel like you really help someone get down to their soul level and understanding their own um, divine power and how to manifest. So we'll get into all that, all that, you guys. But um, so can you tell the listeners that are listening today um, your story? Like what led you to becoming an empowerment coach? So there is quite a lot in my history, and mm -hmm. I will do my best to condense this uh, in a nutshell. So, you know, as we all have, we've we've all had a lot of different challenges through our lives. I personally have had a lot of difficult, challenging life circumstances, have had different traumas. I've had a challenging upbringing, difficulties in my relationships. Um, I've also had a lot of different health issues and Truth be told, I wasn't sure I would make it past my early 30s at one oh point. God. I I thought for a time that I was, quote unquote, meant to die young. But here I am, still here, doing my thing. <laughs> um, and one pivotal, pivotal point in my life was actually when, not I, I didn't die, obviously I'm still here, but when a good friend of mine, Jennifer, was killed in the mass shooting in Las Vegas in 2017. So that was a really pivotal time where it led me to dive deeper into spirituality, personal development, who I am, what my purpose is, what I'm even doing here in this world. 
And one of the things I realized as I went down this path was I realized that I'd been living in a lot of victim mentality through all of the different circumstances that I'd gone through. I felt like I needed to keep fighting, fighting through everything in order to survive. And that was exhausting and physically draining. So it's no wonder that I had all the health issues and thought I wasn't going to make it past my 30s. You know, I was this strong, independent woman who accomplished a lot in my education, in my career, but I still felt like something was off. I didn't really feel in my power. I didn't feel fully alive. There was this, I call it a cloud of fatigue that was over me. I also felt really disconnected from my body and I didn't know it. I was really living in a lot of forcing masculine energy without realizing it. I physically looked like I was in good health even when I was going through things. I physically looked quote unquote sexy and healthy, but in reality, I wasn't actually embodying that. I wasn't feeling that way and I wasn't really fully loving myself. I kept looking everywhere outside of myself for validation. So I went on this journey. You know, I sought out different coaches, mentors. I invested a lot in myself and I still am investing in myself. Investing in ourselves is something that I fully believe in. Mm -hmm. All of this really helped me to embody my power as a feminine woman and led me to wanting to empower other people and teach from everything that I've learned from my life, from my whole, my whole journey. And so I hope to empower others through what I know now. Wow. That's, I have like so many other questions now, but <laughs> that is amazing. And I think that a lot of women can, will absolutely relate to that feeling of like, on the outside, having that look together, look good, look together, everything's fine. But on the inside, you're like, just dying, right? Um, yeah. And you can't figure out why. And a lot of it is feeling disassociated and disconnected. Um, And so, you know, one of the things that I personally was not aware of, um, or shaming myself for rather was the presence of the dark feminine. This is something that you taught me and how this is also very beneficial for part of feminine energy and my being. So can you explain like, what does embodying one's feminine energy in all of its totality look like? Not just the soft and surrendering side, but all of it. Yes. Perfect question. So before I answer this, um, I just want to note Everyone has masculine energy mm -hmm. and feminine energy, no matter how one identifies. All of us, each one of us has a perfect balance of those energies and a perfect balance of how masculine energy and feminine energy is expressed. And that's individual to each person, man or woman or however. Mm -hmm. That being said, when people think of feminine energy, usually what people are thinking of is the light feminine. There is a beauty to the light feminine. The light feminine is softness, like you said, it's surrender. There's a playfulness to the light feminine, a lightheartedness. There's a nurturing energy, compassion. It's all beautiful, beautiful energy. The light feminine is very much an outward projecting radiance. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful energy. The dark feminine, however, is very much equally important as a component of the wholeness of the feminine. The dark feminine is powerful. It's bold. It can be fiery and spicy. It can have different expressions. It is very deep where the light feminine is more of an outward projecting radiance the dark feminine has a depth it's about inner magnetism mm. the dark feminine is also alchemical it's transformative it's destructive in a way of love it's not destructive in a way for the sake of being destructive but mm -hmm. destruction and 
alchemy out of love. The dark feminine is about putting yourself and your desires first, also out of complete love. You know, something that I've been noticing lately is it seems like there is more going on in the internet, at least what I've noticed about dark mm -hmm. feminine energy. And some of these posts and things that I'm seeing are tapping into what I would call the disempowered dark feminine. Mm -hmm. And that would be about selfishness and then also manipulation, Ooh. getting people to be a certain way for you. That's not what the divine dark feminine is. Dark divine feminine energy, it's not selfish. It's not manipulative. Mm -hmm. It's about devotion. It's self-devotion. It's unapologetic, confident, secure, self-validating. It's about boundaries. The dark feminine to me is also about breaking the rules and creating your own. It's about allowing yourself to receive what you truly want without guilt. And another piece I want to touch on is that mm -hmm. dark feminine energy is also inherently sexy. Now, just like light feminine energy and dark feminine energy, there's certain things that typically are thought of when it comes to that, those energies. But to me, this is what sexiness is. To be sexy is to be connected with your body and grounded securely in yourself. Sexiness is also a connection to your creativity and the energy of life itself. It's an engagement with life, an openness to life. Sexiness can be projected visually in a look, as we all know, but it's really not about the look. Mm -hmm. Sexiness is about being. So embodying the fullness of the feminine is really about embracing both the light and dark feminine as a devotion to the fullness that you are, the fullness of you. That's amazing. <laughs> Floored right now. And yeah, I have seen, I, I, I have seen that, right. I've seen a lot of, a lot of, I mean, I've seen a lot of, um, stuff on social media where it's almost like, uh, it's geared towards manipulation, right. And, and mm -hmm. uh, does it, like you mentioned earlier, it doesn't matter the gender. I've seen it both ways where it's like strong masculine energy is manipulating people. And I'm like, no, it's actually, that's wounded. You know, I, I agree. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like, I like how you mentioned um, the confidence piece and like just really knowing yourself, unapologetically being yourself, um, setting boundaries. I know that uh, we had talked about that in our coaching session and you helped me see that, you know, um, there was moments in my past where there were, I had to set boundaries in unhealthy situations that tapping into my, my dark feminine energy, which I didn't realize I was even doing that at the time, um, <laughs> helped me to do that. And mm -hmm. I also, you know, think that, um, when someone is secure in who they are, they don't want to, they don't want to, uh, healthy people don't want to hurt people. So I kind of feel like yes. manipulation is not, there's no manipulation when it comes to love, you know? Yes. Um, but you kind of mentioned uh, some aspects to wounded feminine energy. Um, what can you talk about? What does wounded feminine energy, what does it look like uh, for the listeners that are listening that may actually be going through a lot right now and not understanding, you know, why do certain things keep happening? So there are a lot of different ways that wounded feminine energy can play out. And one of the things, touching upon your question, is a, a victim sort of mm -hmm. mentality. But I do believe that wounded feminine energy, the core of that is really self-abandonment mm -hmm. as opposed to self-love and tapping into your own personal sovereignty. Wounded feminine energy is people-pleasing. It's giving your mm -hmm. power away to everyone else, others, outside circumstances. It's over-apologizing, apologizing for things that you don't need to apologize for. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yep. you know, how many times do we apologize when we you know, accidentally 
bump into somebody. I mean, uh-huh. some of them have become a societal kind of uh, a norm. But, you know, there's something to be said about saying something nice when things happen, but not necessarily apologizing when you didn't intend for anything to happen. You know, wounded feminine energy is also poor boundaries or complete lack of boundaries. It's living by other people's and society's expectations, just playing within the realms of the quote unquote norm when you are so much more than that, when life is so much more than what we've been told and what we've been taught. Wounded feminine is insecure. It's needing that constant validation and approval as opposed to giving yourself that and allowing the world to reflect that because that's who you are. The wounded feminine can even be not wanting to be too much. That's something that I hear people talking about a lot, feeling like they're too much. How can you be too much? We are divine perfection itself. Who we are is always enough and it's never too much. The wounded feminine is also about not getting what you want, not allowing yourself to receive what you really want, the desires of your heart, because you don't feel like you can have them or you don't feel like you're worthy of them. So the wounded feminine can play out in a lot of different ways. Gosh, that's, there's so much to what you said. Oh my gosh. Like, yes. Um, apologizing for like every little thing. And, um, my mom would be okay with me sharing this. Uh, she's really, I'm super proud of her not to get off topic, but she's really been tapping into her feminine energy and She's discovering parts of herself that she hasn't seen since I think her college years based on what she's saying. And it's, it's beautiful. She's like radiating right now. And uh, one of the things that she's been working on that I've had to work on is not apologizing for every little thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, mom, you're apologizing for breathing. Like you can't, you don't need to do that. <laughs> you know, or she'll have a hiccup and she'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, why? Why are you so because you're human and you had a, a bodily reaction to drinking water too fast? Like, yes, you know, yes. but it's like it especially it's this isn't a gender, you know, issue per se, but it's more I have seen this more with women than men, where women mm-hmm. tend to overly apologize, you know, and all that stuff. So it's in part of like. I think, and one of the things that I've heard you touch on before, um, is part of getting, stepping into your power and becoming more self-confident is becoming more aware of like when you're over explaining or over apologizing and just going, Oh, okay. And stopping it. And the more you do it, the more it like, you know, you start, uh, creating a new, your real version, not creating a new version, but really getting your, into your, your being with that. So Yes. That's amazing. Um, and this kind of ties into really what, when I posted about interviewing you, I had a lot of feedback from people that were, oh my God, I got to listen to that. You know, I think the manifestation and the feminine energy parts, uh, I had a lot of good feedback from that. And I know a lot of people were intrigued and interested in learning about manifestation because there's so many, there's so much stuff out there about how, you know, (laughs) you got it to manifest. You have to be happy all the time and you got to be in your, yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm like, this is perfect. So I really want uh, to talk about this. So I'm so glad you're on here again. Um, So how does, how does like really embodying who you are, how does all of this tie into manifestations or manifesting? Yes, all of it. So Feminine energy is really, I believe and teach, a key component of manifestation. So, you know, we were just talking about the wounded feminine. Mm -hmm. The wounded feminine is in a state of self-abandonment, which essentially is a state of lack. And when you're living and being in a state of lack, you are not in a state of receiving your desires because your focus and awareness and attention is on lack. So manifestation is really a big component of manifestation is embodying your feminine power, not the wounded feminine energy. That being said, manifestation is both masculine and feminine energy. 
but it is more dominantly feminine. I had posted and written about this the other day. Manifestation is more about being and being is more feminine energy. Mm -hmm. Manifestation is more about being the feminine over unaligned doing, which is masculine. Aligned action is masculine. And when the aligned action is led by your feminine intuition, that is a big part of manifestation. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. a, that's a whole nother. I'm like, I could go off on a tangent about intuition, yes. but it's any time in my life. And I've heard this from other people, men or women. Um, I have not listened to my intuition is when I've gotten in trouble. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so my intuition, I think we all have, right? And my <laughs> intuition has told me, for example, invest in this amazing coach like yourself. And my ego says, what if it doesn't work? What if I'm not doing this? What if I'm not doing it right? What if it's all mm -hmm. whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, if I just, but anytime I've gone, okay, ego, I'm going to listen to my intuition. I've never gone wrong. And things you talk about it opening up, there has been moments in my life where I have wanted to invest in myself and I'm like, where the heck am I going to get the money for it? But my intuition's like, you just got to start. And then something would freaking happen. I would get a rebate in the mail that I never expected or yeah. that same week. Like I, this just happened the other day. I had, you know, we all have like medical bills. I had a medical bill that I'm like, oh crap, I got to pay it. I forgot about it. And I was like, man, you know, this week's a little tight for me. Anyways, I called, I called the number on the invoice to pay the billing department, they cut it in half. And I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, it's not okay. You know, and that's just like one example. I mean, um, but not to go off on a tangent. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, this stuff just gets me really excited. So for, um, for the listeners that are, you know, wondering like, well, how do you, I've been living in my masculine energy for so long and doing everything on my own and not trusting anyone to help me and not just overdoing and overdoing and over, you know, how do I tap into my healthy, healthy feminine energy? How do I stop uh, approaching life from this guarded, wounded place? Like how does someone, um, what are some tips for them to tap into that? Yeah. So, I mean, with manifestation and living life in general, we can definitely get things through force and hustle, mm -hmm. but really feminine energy about is about ease and flow as is manifestation about ease and flow surrendering and trusting and leaning back and allowing yourself to receive so and feminine energy is also about living in the magic of the now really being present to now and even with manifestation that has everything to do with embodiment of the person you desire to be right now so how can someone tap into their feminine energy? Well, one, you know, I talked about creating and living by your own set of rules outside of everyone else's expectations. So that's really important. So whatever is fun for you mm -hmm. and that can look different for everybody is really a big component or a big part of tapping into feminine energy. So before I answer with some, some ways, I invite whoever is listening, what are ways that you feel like you can tap into more of the energy of your body, the energy of sexiness, of playfulness, the depth that you have in you, and just kind of think about what pops up, what resonates for you. You know, for me, one of the things that I do to help tap into my feminine feminine energy is dance. It's movement. Mm -hmm. I know that's big for you too. Yes. You know, putting on <laughs> some music that, yeah, makes me feel sexy yep. and alive or that matches whatever mood. But not every not everyone may be into dance. If that feels really forced for you, then that's not going to be your path. So mm -hmm. what, are, what are some other things? Now, one small thing that anyone can do is actually allow themselves to move in the world with more ease and flow. So when you're walking, walking anywhere, 
you can cultivate more of your feminine energy by being more conscious of how your body is moving. Are you moving with a certain stiffness, a rigidity? If you're noticing that, how can you let your body relax? Let your mm. hips play a little bit more. Much of our feminine energy and our feminine power is really in the area of our pelvis and our hips. So if you consciously move your hips more just when you're walking, even when you're walking around your home, even if no one is seeing it but your dog, <laughs> you know? My dog judges me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is cultivating your feminine energy. Um, it doesn't have to be forced either because there are definitely exaggerated walks that are possible to do, you know, when you think of a model on a catwalk. That's not mm -hmm. what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about moving with a certain ease and flow instead of a stiffness and rigidity. And when you allow your body to move with an ease and flow, then naturally life reflects a, more of an ease and flow to you. Feminine energy is also really about receiving, as I've talked about so many times, and just practicing receiving, practice receiving a compliment without, you know, if somebody tells you, you, they like what you're wearing or you're pretty or something, instead of saying, oh, you know, this is really old and blah, 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 or, oh, I look terrible today. Oh my gosh. You know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just practice, practice uh, receiving the compliment compliment because in all honesty you're not just tapping into your feminine energy for you but you're also allowing the person that gave you the compliment the gift of fully giving the compliment mm -hmm. you now you're giving them a gift as well yeah and the feminine energy is very sensual sensuality is very tied into the feminine which i haven't mentioned so even little things throughout your day, now these are little things I'm mentioning, but engaging with your senses, paying attention to what you're seeing, the smells around you, creating a sense of even romance in your home, you know, essential oils, candles, and really interacting with how things feel, how your body feels, the sheets when you wake up in the morning, even taste. Food is huge for me. I love food. Oh my God, I'm such um, a foodie. Yes, me too. And there's so many ways I realize yeah. food has become demonized in our society. But when we allow ourselves in general in life to slow down, get in touch with our bodies, get in touch with our senses, allow our bodies to move with more ease, with more grace, with more flow, and allow our senses to relax and receive all of the different sensations and everything around us. These are very easy things that we can incorporate in each day. And this is all tying into our feminine energy. You know, when I work with clients, there's definitely other more involved practices that I teach. But mm -hmm. what I'm mentioning is something that we can all do very, very easily. I love that. And, and you guys, I'm going to share, obviously share her show, her, her show links, her link, her links in the show notes. And you you'll see when you go to her page, like your life is like a romance, you know what I mean? You're always <laughs> posting like flowers and it, it it's like, I like how you mentioned it doesn't have to be one thing or another. Um, I personally find for me that, you know, you mentioned dance when I do dance before I have a very corporate day job, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit different energy going into that job. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me to personally embody my feminine, I do dance. I dance every, almost every morning lately. It's been Shakira. <laughs> well, my dog, hips my don't lie. See, I'm talking about our hips and our pelvises. Yes, literally, literally. And here, I have so lie. Yes, and I do. I I find that when I slow down and like, even when I'm going on a walk or walking in the grocery store, I don't love grocery shopping. But when I slow down, there's things that I see, smell, and catch. If you you know catch like notice. Um, that I otherwise wouldn't notice. I notice that when I'm mm -hmm. doing those things, not like this is important, but it kind of is, you know, humans are meant for connection. And I find that yes. <laughs> when a minute 
people talk to me more. Um, when you're not bum rushing through your life and this stress, this stressful, chaotic energy, man or woman, it's, it's mm -hmm. a lot, it's a lot more, a lot more, uh, peaceful, you know? Um, yes. so I like, I really love those tips. Um, I'm big on, yeah, the smell, everything. I love it. I love creating this life that you want to romance every day. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So what I are think some life in general is yeah. beautiful. It There's is. so much romance and fun and play and sexiness to it all. And and when we really cultivate that type of energy around us and engage with life and take things more slowly and consciously allow ourselves to engage with with all of our senses and everything. I mean, that's when life is just unfolds for you. And so, mm -hmm. and, and so much magic becomes more present to you when you realize that you're cultivating this beauty and romance and magic. Absolutely. And I also feel like, you know, energy is contagious, right? So it's like, when you're doing that, you'll start seeing people around you are being affected by it. You know, there's, yes. I feel like a lot of us again, man or woman are living in a box. I feel like a lot of us do that. Like what, how should we act? What should we do and say and be and mm -hmm. all the things? And it's like, but why? And, but when you start embodying who you truly are, whether that's dancing in the morning or, you know, if your intuition is like, I've never tried, I don't know. Um, I don't want to be a, a lifetime career artist, but I want to learn how to paint. And mm -hmm. then that's silly. No, if your intuition's like, I want to learn how to paint, that means you're, you know, you, you've taught me that too. Your soul is like telling you, yo, I want to play. Like, let's yeah. play. The desires of your heart are really <laughs> leading you to yep. everything you want. And it's up to you to listen to your intuition and your heart and, and follow it. You know, follow yeah. your voice. You mentioned even how it does translate to everything translates to other people without making this a whole podcast on quantum physics because there's so much. Oh, yeah, I love it. So many <laughs> principles of entanglement. And mm -hmm. I mean, we're all so deeply connected in so many magical ways. And even our awareness of how we're seeing things affects physically the world and, and everything around us. So, I mean... Much of this is very spiritual, but spirituality goes hand in hand with the scientific and even all kinds of different realms and and knowledge that we haven't even physically tapped into in this human experience that we're all having. So, I mean, everything just, I mean, we're truly limitless when it comes to so much. It's just we put so many limitations on ourselves and our yeah. egos talk us out of things. Uh -huh. And then when we start to believe in the limitations that's where mm -hmm. things can go kind of haywire <laughs> yeah because then you start believing in your own you know your own limitations and everybody has that inner little boy or little girl right that wants mm -hmm. to come out and play and that's a whole another podcast conversation right, yeah. but we can talk just, about this for forever for, forever exactly <laughs> right. it's but it's so important to yeah like you said listen to your intuition um so what are some tips for manifesting so when I teach manifesting, I come from the standpoint that we are all, you know, I mentioned entanglement and quantum mm -hmm. physics, all this stuff, but we are, in my belief, truly one with God, the universe, source, our higher selves, whatever word anyone chooses to call it, we are one with this higher, wonderful, creative, loving power. Mm -hmm. And because we're one with this higher, loving, creative power, I believe and teach manifestation from the standpoint that no force outside of you decides what you can or can't have. That's why the desires of your heart are yours, because your, your desires, if you've decided <laughs> that this is what your heart wants, this is what your soul wants, this is who you're wanting to be, um, then that's what's meant for you. You're 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 the one that's decided that, and you get to have that. So with manif manifestation, so much of it, like I said, is feminine energy. That once you've realized these things, um, you decide and you lean back and you allow yourself to receive. 
We don't have to keep giving our power away. There's a lot of different techniques and tools and things, even that I use with my clients like NLP and hypnosis to get into the subconscious mind. But it's really not about all the tools and the techniques and the everything. Manifestation really comes back down to you. It's your state of being. Mm -hmm. It's who you say you are. It's your I am state, your I am, who you say you are. And like you mentioned earlier, you don't have to be feeling positive all the time to manifest. You can be feeling like complete shit and still have That's everything so you want. <laughs> we don't, we're not about toxic positivity here. Uh-uh. No. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and even feminine energy is not about suppressing your emotions. Suppressing your emotions is a very wounded type mm-hmm. of energy. Feminine energy, divine feminine energy is about feeling your emotions and letting them be. But at the same time, the power comes from knowing that you are not every individual thought, be it positive or negative. You are not every individual feeling, happy or sad. Who you really are is much, is above that. Your sovereign divinity, this power that you are, that you have, is really above all of that. So when you come to that realization and knowing then that I would say is the biggest tip for manifesting because then you can relax and know that everything is working out for you without being afraid of all the little negative thoughts, the negative emotions, the down days. We don't have to be afraid of those things. Those are a part of our beautiful experience of life, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't dictate who we are. What dictates who we are is who we say and decide and claim that we are. That's so powerful. You guys, you can have a crap day and still manifest. Yes. It's and, and yeah, you're right. Like feminine energy is is about feeling, you know, like feeling all the feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also realizing you are not your feelings, you know. It's yeah. like I can feel sad and that's just maybe my mind telling me, maybe I need to cry. Maybe I need to get something out and that's okay. You know, and crying Um, is a beautiful release. It's Mm -hmm. a beautiful release. Absolutely. Um, so can you give us like a real life example, whether it's you or, you know, someone you coached, um, or a friend, even a friend or a family member, whoever, of somebody that was really wanting something that they wanted to manifest and it coming and it coming true. Yes. So I want to answer this in a certain way. Okay. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) So I and clients have manifested all number of things. Yes. You know, I personally have manifested the home that I own, a bunch of fancy cars, amazing trips around the world, Mm -hmm. nice, luxurious things, a lot of healing. I my. Padma, my dog, she was really sick recently, <laughs> and I thought I might lose her, and I manifested her, you know, coming back into perfect doggy health. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, clients have manifested all number of things, better relationships uh, with family, with significant others, and also, of course, better relationships with themselves. But this is what I want to say. Yes, you can manifest all these amazing things and luxuries, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with all of with all of the things. And I keep saying the desires of your heart are are yours. They're already yours. And life is beautiful. So enjoy these wonderful things. Pleasure is a huge aspect of life that I feel like is not something that um, is cultivated often enough depending, depending on, on people and the situations, but pleasure and enjoying life. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with wanting all the luxurious, wonderful things. Have it all, have it all with a cherry on top, completely guilt-free. But what I do want to say besides the fun things is manifestation, as I kind of alluded to, isn't really about these things. Manifestation Mm -hmm. is really about who you are being. It's about you. It's about me. So for me personally, even though I've manifested all kinds of beautiful, amazing things, relationships, experiences, mm-hmm. et cetera, luxuries, 
my biggest manifestation is me. Mm. Me who knows myself, who has myself, no matter what circumstances, no matter how quote unquote bad and terrible things in life might be looking. I've manifested a me who has gained more confidence and peace, no matter what turbulence is going on around me. I've manifested in me who knows that ultimately, no matter what, everything is taken care of, that I am taken care of. I've manifested in me that there's always more than enough because I am more than enough. It's the me that trusts that everything is unfolding, unfolding for me now. It's the me that knows it's all here now. It's the me that knows that it's safe to relax into my feminine energy and to receive. And so for me, what all of this really is, what manifestation and cultivating feminine energy is really about, it's about this power. Mm -hmm. This really essentially is freedom. It's ultimate freedom. It's peace. And this and, and the manifestation that I'm currently, you know, focused on, working on, that I'm embodying now is being able to teach and empower others. So <laughs> I'm getting emotional here. Oh, I love it though. <laughs> that, yeah. That other women can truly feel mm-hmm. and know their power to have this freedom and this Mm. really grounded sense of security in themselves that no matter what is going on, you are safe, you Mm. are held, you are loved and completely loved, you know, that there's always more than enough, that you're more than enough. And no matter what is going on, there is a divine perfection in you, that you are inherently perfect and wonderful, and that life can, will, and is reflecting all of that beauty and that magic and that divinity and that sexiness and that mm-hmm. aliveness and that playfulness and that power. And it's all reflecting itself back to you because that's who you are. Mm-hmm. So my current manifestation is no longer just me. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a world of, of women really living in this in this energy and this power with this freedom. That's amazing. That's beautiful. That's a, yeah. In a, in the many ways I feel like you do, you, you give a gift of freedom to a lot of women, you know, and speaking of a lot is speaking of, uh, people that you've coached. So, um, what do you typically look for? Like who is your ideal client? So I have worked with men, but my focus right now is definitely women. Uh, my, dream client, my ideal client is a woman mm-hmm. and she may have, she basically is me from a couple years ago. So she yeah. may have achieved a lot in her life, gone through a lot of different things, but my ideal client might feel like something's off and might not mm-hmm. necessarily know why they feel like something's off or what is off. Generally things could be looking pretty good, but she might feel like Things could be better, easier even. Mm, She feels like she wants things to be more relaxed, more playful, not so much of a hustle or force, but just wants to cultivate more ease. Uh, She might have a cloud of fatigue that I had that I mentioned. (laughs) Yeah. I buy a cloud of fatigue. She might be really stressed out. She could be feeling frustration. Uh, She obviously is open to coaching, personal Mm -hmm. development. She's open to exploring her connection with her body. She invests in herself and invests in herself unapologetically. I'm not here to argue for limitations for your limitations. I'm here to empower you. So the empowered ideal client wants to invest in herself. She might want to feel sexier and more alive without mm-hmm. realizing that's what she wants. And she might feel like maybe she needs some guidance when it comes to going through all of this. She wants to cultivate her own authentic power, embody the peace and the freedom that that will bring. And my ideal client also wants to have fun. 
And the reason why I say this is because my sessions can get very deep when we Mm -hmm. get into a lot of things and there's power to that. But at the same time, there's a lot of power about around the playfulness Mm -hmm. and the fun. There's so much seriousness in the world. Not everything has to be so serious. So I like to lead in a way that is not just deep and alchemical and transformative, but is also really fun and sexy. And so my ideal client is open to all of the beauty of all of those things. I love that. Um, And so what, uh, so say someone comes to you and is like, you know, I'm experiencing stress. I'm like, da, 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 da. I I feel like I have this black cloud following me around. Um, (laughs) I'm exhausted. I mean, I I remember feeling those things, you know, at one point. So I'm spinning my wheels and not getting any traction. And Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why. Um, what does your coaching look like and what can, what can this person expect? So coaching one-on-one with me is currently a three month container. Mm -hmm. And so the first several sessions, we dive deep into, you know, old stories, potentially old limiting beliefs, Mm -hmm. old stuff that we want to get rid of, uh, and clear to move forward. (laughs) Yep. And it's basically technically not getting rid of it, but it's shutting the door on the old identity of you, the version of you that you no longer want to be, the version of you where you no longer want to live. And so, you know, I have various tools for that. NLP, NLP, NLP is neuro-linguistic programming, mm-hmm. which is basically language patterns for success. It's very brain-based. Uh, I also am a hypnotherapist. So hypnosis is very helpful when it comes to diving into the depths of the subconscious mind. So a lot of these tools are helpful for breaking through some of these old identities, old stories, Mm. but both of those things are very brain-based. So coaching with me integrates not just the brain-based processes and and cultivating the most beautiful minds that we can, most loving of ourselves minds that we can, but also cultivating the energy in our hearts, that true self-devotion, mm-hmm. and also cultivating the feminine energy of our bodies. So coaching with me looks a lot like integration of these various aspects. I also give, quote unquote, home play. I call them home play, not <laughs> Oh, I like that. (laughs) Play exercises uh, to tap into the feminine energy. And a lot of this is, like I mentioned, really fun. And so it's all about a process of growth and delighting in yourself and the world and loving yourself, knowing who you are. And it's really about being. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I love that. yeah, that's that's what coaching with yeah. me is. And expect to be surprised too, because that's mm-hmm. something that I've noticed a lot of clients say lately is that they're almost surprised that things that we've worked on were things that they didn't know that they needed, but yep. ended up being exactly <laughs> what they needed. And so coaching with me is a lot of delightful surprises as well. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um So is there anything that you would like to add uh, as far as your offerings or what's going on or anything like that? Sure. Thank you for asking. Last year, I launched a group coaching program called Mm -hmm. Femme Fatale, which was very centered on embodiment of the wonderful dark divine feminine. And it went very well, so well that I've decided to relaunch it again later this year. I'm going to be expanding upon it. I'm going to be um, incorporating more of integrating the dark feminine with the light feminine, incorporating more manifestation teachings based on the feminine. And so it's going to be fun, sexy, transformational, really amazing, all the things. And so I haven't decided exactly when I'm going to be launching it this year yet, but Mm -hmm. if listeners are interested, you'll put all the links in the show notes, I'm sure. I'll be putting up a (laughs) wait list. So if you you are interested in joining my email 
email list, you'll be first to know when it is approaching and be able to get in on early bird pricing. I like to keep my coaching containers, these groups, smaller for more transformation, depth, mm -hmm. and intimacy. So if you're interested in that, get in my email. <laughs> Yay. And you guys get on her email regardless because she sends uh, the best emails and um, definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, so thank you again for your time today. Um, once again, I will link Melissa's links in the show notes on how to connect and how to book her for her container, her coaching, um, staying in contact. Please also be sure to check out the show notes for more resources and links. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave a five-star review and be sure to refer a friend if you would like to connect with me at the Melissa page on Instagram for more resources and life coaching breakthrough sessions. Thank you for your listening and supporting me. And if you're new and want to receive these and other resources, the minute they come out, please email me at gettingsoulfitpodcast at gmail.com. And I promise to only send you the Give good hope you enjoyed today's episode check out the show notes for today's details on the show and be sure to share with a friend and subscribe i really love hearing feedback from you so please leave a review and let me know what resonated in the comments just a reminder you matter you are amazing and you are a warrior